Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk. Welcome to Zumo viewers, Stir viewers, Pluto TV viewers, iHeartRadio network listeners, podcast listeners. This is your Sports Central for betters. My name is Ted Sobranski. They call me Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. I'm joined each and every weekday by my good friend and co-host Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV on Twitter. And we have a loaded show today. Yeah, we're going to talk about what happened last night in the national championship game. Yeah. We're going to preview hoops, both NBA and college, for today. But we're also going to take a deep dive into the future book. NFL numbers up. Not for this year, for next year. College football numbers up for next year. We've got the openers. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about them a bunch because it's fun and it's good information. Let's get into it right now. Bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. A recap of what happened last night. And look, Clemson took all the game day money. And I'll tell you this, (laughs) by kickoff, I was not feeling good about my Clemson ticket. All the reports, remember we're talking about 8-1, to 10-1. to People talking about McGregor versus Mayweather, where the pros and the Joes are on opposite sides. That wasn't the case by the time the game kicked off last night. There was all kinds of public money on the dog Clemson. The number nosedived down to minus four at most books by kickoff. And despite a 17-7 lead, LSU dominated the rest of that ballgame. Honestly, I don't think the game was as close as the final score. I'll give the, uh, uh, the Bayou Bengals all kinds of credit, Ralph. They were the better team last night, although Clemson, frankly, wasn't very good. Teddy, you know, we we base our handicapping on what we see throughout the year. We base our handicapping on what we see throughout multiple seasons. And the numbers LSU put up, you know, at least in my mind, I kept saying, well, it's because of the competition. It's because of the competition. Yes, they're a very good offense. Lesson learned that they were an elite offense. They were a once in a decade or once in a century type offense. And there's certain times in your mind that no matter what you think or what you've done in the past, you have to be able to just say, okay, this team is this much better than it's ever happened before. And that's the case with the LSU offense this season. So I want to ask you, because really LSU was great last night. But if I had to say which of the two teams surprised me more, it would be Clemson. Because I thought that Clemson, their execution wasn't there. There were blown coverages everywhere. We talked up Brent Venables. It was not a good, the game plan was there. The execution was dismal on both sides of the football. And it started early. The first two drives, Clemson gets the ball. They were out at the 24 of LSU and the 37 of LSU. And positive down and distance situations. No point on either one of those drives. I know they ended up scoring a TD after the next one. But early on, Trevor Lawrence was out of sync. His receiving core wasn't there. Uh, A lot of drops from Clemson last night. A lot of missed routes. And defensively, they were blown coverages everywhere, which I'll give LSU credit for. But Clemson didn't look like Clemson last night. It wasn't even close to their A game. And it showed. 
Yeah, it looked like it looked like Clemson was the first time playoff, you know, playoff contender in there, not the experienced veteran team that, you know, what was a title champion and had been to the championship time multiple times. I will say this from a defensive standpoint, let's remember the targeting costs them their most important defensive player who yep. makes all the defensive calls. Venable Sun had to come in and fill that role, but that's a role you can't replace. When you have your quarterback on defense who makes every defensive call and he's out, that changes the dynamic for the whole defense. That's a great point. The targeting, I mean, <laughs> whatever. I had guns in my pocket. That. It was a dicey way to lose uh, a, a very key player defensively. Um, Total-wise, of course, at the close, the game cashed over bets. A close 66.5 at most books. There were some books that closed 67 and a couple that catered to recreational bettors only that closed 67.5 and haven't even pay any, uh, anybody. Uh, but the bottom line is, open 69.5, took a bunch of under money, uh, right through game day, closed 66 and a half and lands right there on 67. I think this was a better result than it landing 68, but I can't think this is where the books would have wanted this one uh, to land right in the middle between the opener and the closer. You know, first quarter, the game looks like it's a dead under early. And then what happens? We explode for 31 in the second quarter. And I don't know anyone that would have bet under 20, uh, under 22 points in the second half and under seven points in the fourth quarter, the way that worked out. So that was the shock to me that Clemson, even in garbage time, you know, once LSU went up 42, 25, up 17, and you had, you know, that fourth quarter to not score. Uh, the concern for me was was at that point that Clemson just wasn't into the game mentally as they should have been. They got they got their teeth kicked in, and they were the team that didn't respond. Yeah, I mean, it, it really felt like Clemson, the fight that I thought that I might see out of them if they were down, it wasn't there uh, in the back half of that ballgame. Let's do a little prop shop recap. We talked about Joe Burrow and the numbers, 367.5 yards, 3.5 touchdowns, the over minus 140. Easy peasy for Burrow, 31 for 49, 463 yards and five TDs, flew over the total, and nine of those catches and 221 of those yards went to Jamar Chase. I'll give you all the credit in the world, Ralph. You said he's going to get targeted. If I'm going to bet one of these props, it'll be Jamar Chase over, over 105 receiving yards. No must, no fuss. He more than doubled that. Trevor Lawrence, however, 18 of 37, 234 yards, stays way under. Two and a half touchdowns, over 155. He had zero, okay? Travis at the end, 15 of 78, stays under 94 and a half. Of course, Edward Solari uh, got there, slow start, finished with 110 yards. He went over 96 and a half. T. Higgins, a non-factor, under 84 and a half receiving yards. I thought Higgins, more than any other player, was something that needed to step up for Clemson last night. He did it, and they paid the price. We'll be back talking NFL future book right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to Wager Talk on a Tuesday. And I'm excited about this next time. I really am. I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about all of our segments today. There's good stuff. But there's something fun about the very first future book numbers that you're going to see. You know, you get a sense of, uh, and, and these are Westgate Superbook numbers from here in Las Vegas, uh, Superbook USA. We will have, of course, a John Murray on for uh, Thursday show. And we'll discuss these numbers with him then. He's, of course, uh, the race and sports book director uh, over at the uh, Westgate Superbook USA. Nonetheless, and most importantly, Ralph, I wouldn't suggest to anyone to bet anything on this list today. Not a one. There's zero reason to be betting a future book for NFL Super Bowl 55. That's February 27th, 2021. When we're talking about here it is in January <laughs> of 2020. It's a long way away. Nonetheless, this is going to give us a sense of who's priced where in the offseason and give us a little hint 
uh, what the markets are thinking about next year heading into the offseason. So, of course, we'll start with the favorites. The favorites are going to be the teams that did well this year and appear to have most of the pieces returning. The Chiefs, 7-1. to one. Again, this is Super Bowl 55, next year's Super Bowl. All right, fun numbers. Chiefs, 7-1. to one. Ravens and 49ers, 8-1. to one. The Saints at 10 to 1. Of those four teams, Ralph, any of them stand out to you as, yeah, they should be the chalk for next year? Because to me, the top two teams absolutely need to be there. Kansas City with Mahomes, they're going to be around for a while. And the Ravens with Lamar Jackson, I understand the playoff failure this year, but Baltimore showed me enough. And uh, <laughs> and that's a dynamic, uh, dynamic organization. I think those two teams will be right back there next year. I'm not as sure about the 49ers and the Saints. I would add the Saints, Teddy, but I mean, I would add the 49ers, but I I agree with you with the Saints not being there. I think the 49ers, again, you got to remember Garoppolo had never played a full season. Now they have experience. Now they know, again, this was a team built around their D-line. Their D-line was banged up. We saw what a legitimate D-line they are at the end of this year. Bosa is only going to get better. The offense is going to be dynamic. So in my book, I do include the 49ers in that mix. Yeah, I'm not saying that San Fran's not going to be good, but Garoppolo still has a lot to prove to me when it comes to not just postseason. Lamar Jackson's done it in the regular season. He hasn't done it in the postseason. Garoppolo, again, you know, he's got a great defense and a great running game. He's been okay this year. I'm not convinced he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And the Saints, of course, a team that's been all in each of the last three years, <laughs> fighting to the wire. And then losing in the postseason, their quarterback's gotten old. I wonder how <laughs> if John Payton has gotten old. Uh, but I don't look at New Orleans right now as the uh, one of the teams to beat for next year. Then we look at the next grouping. There's the Patriots at twelve to one, the Steelers at twelve to one, the Cowboys at sixteen to one, and then a trio of teams at twenty to one: the Eagles, the Packers, and the Seahawks. I like the quotes coming from Pete Carroll after the loss. He says, this feels a lot like 2012. We were just starting that first Seahawks run. Seattle at 20 to 1 with the quarterback play that they have. That one stands out to me a little bit from that list. What about you? I know I don't want the Patriots at 12 to 1 next year. Uh, right now, if I'm looking at any bet, and I know some of the sports books out here now, they they post props and they allow you to bet the yes or the no. My top bet would be the Patriots. If I had to lay 15 or, or 16 to 1 to not make the Super Bowl, that would be it. You have the aging team. And, Teddy, I am one that really looks at numbers in the NFL from one season to the next. Why the teams are so closely associated. When you have one of those anomaly seasons, it bounces back. New England had one of those anomaly seasons. They were plus 21 turnovers on the season. Very few teams in a decade get over plus 21 turnovers. That's the reason they were there. The other one I think where there's absolutely no value is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not that they're not going to be better. Not that they may not make the playoffs. But you want to lay 12 to 1 for a team that's going to be a wild card team finishing behind Baltimore? Unless you think Pittsburgh can actually beat Baltimore for the division, there's no way in the world I'm laying 12 to 1 with a wild card team. Or <laughs> getting 12 to 1. Uh, I'm certainly not going to lay 12 to 1 for the uh, Steelers uh, to win the Super Bowl next year. The next grouping to me is where the value lies. 
And again, I'm not going nuts on these, but there's a handful of teams that really stand out to me here. We're talking about the 30 and 40 to one now. That include the Rams, the Bears, the Browns, the Chargers, the Colts, the Texans, the Titans, and the Vikings, all at 30 to one. The next grouping, the Bills, the Falcons, and the Raiders, all at 40 to one. The Rams at 30 to one stand out to me big time. And the Bills were a playoff team. They, you know, 40 to one. The Falcons at 40 to one. I mean, I've seen worse longer shots than these guys. The Texans at 30 to one might be worth a look. But in my mind, this is where, if I'm going to make a future book wager, this is where I'm going to look. This is the price range I'm going to look. Some teams that might be live at bigger prices. Eddie, when I looked at the sheet, if you told me to pick out two with value, I would be betting the Rams and I would be betting Buffalo. I think Buffalo can win that division next year. You have a young quarterback who has another year of experience. So I I completely agree. Those were the first two that you said. And, you know, there's a lot of times you get magical seasons. Let's remember, the Raiders are going to have the new stadium. A lot can happen. Remember how they played earlier? You know, when when the Chargers and the Rams go into their new stadium, there's going to be an uptick of excitement. There's going to be actual home crowds. You know, it'll be a different level as well. So, you know, those are one of those kind of things that can run into a magical season and perhaps propel you to get to the next level. Yeah, the Rams, I agree with. Chargers still aren't going to get any crowds. (laughs) That's just the way it is Uh, with the L.A. Chargers. That wasn't the right move for them to make. And it's clearly shown. Now let's talk some long shots. Because if there's one of these teams that you want to buy, there's good prices right now. And if any of them turns out to be a playoff contender, you'll have a real good number in your pocket. The Broncos, Jets, and Bucks all at 60 to 1. The Cardinals, Giants, Jaguars, and Lions all at 80 to 1. The Panthers, Bengals, Dolphins, and Redskins all at 100 to 1. And note, we don't see the 200 to ones anymore. <laughs> Those have come and gone. The St. Louis Rams talk the sports books that lesson. They'll get just as much money at 100 to one as they do at 200 to one. They don't price the long shots the way they used to. Again, we talked about this with futures. You know, future books are allowed to have whatever percentage of hold they want on them so they can make those numbers as high as they want when the, we know the odds are much greater. If you could bet, know the Bengals at minus 120 to one, again, then they wouldn't have this number at 100. The team that jumps out to me there, normally I look for a defensive team that can get better on offense, but I'm a Bruce Arians fan. I look at what Tampa Bay did. They were minus 13 turnovers on the year. If Jameis can ever just grow up and not make stupid mistakes, I think the Buccaneers can challenge for that division. Yeah, and, uh, you know, again, the long shots, I'm not expecting any of these teams to win the Super Bowl. I think the Jets are going to be better next year. I think there's all kinds of upside with Arizona. I think the Giants are a team with a fair bit of upside. So those three stand out to me. And there's one team that we didn't touch upon that I want to talk about. The other playoff, you know, we talked about the Bills at 40 to 1. What about the Vikings at 30 to 1? Again, Vikings and Texans at 30 to 1, Titans at 30 to 1. It seems like even now the betting markets aren't giving those teams a whole lot of respect. 
I think, you know, the home road dichotomy of the Vikings has proven that if they're at home, they can beat anyone. So the toughness of the Bears and Green Bay in their division will keep them from being a number one or two seed. And that's the reason I think the Vikings are down with where they are. Sure. And of course, Kirk Cousins looked like Kirk Cousins uh, this past uh, weekend. Minnesota, a little bit of an aging core. The market's expecting a decline in 2021. Big game breakdowns coming up next. We'll talk NBA and college hoops for tonight. When Wager Talk continues, get on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRotoGod.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf optimizer. Don't lay up. 
Go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to dailyroto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to enter to access your free seven-day golf membership. That's dailyroto.com, promo code GREEN, G-R-E-E-N, for your free trial, dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. It's time for big game breakdowns, Ralph. We'll start in the association for tonight. A couple of games worthy of note. The Rockets, minus five. Total now has been bet up to 240, even 240 and a half popping up. I thought about playing over 238 early this morning. I didn't get the number. And now it has skyrocketed. Rockets, road chalk against a Grizzlies team. They've won six in a row. If the playoffs started today, Memphis would be the number eight seed out of the West. When it comes to overachievers in the NBA this season, sure, you can look at the Heat. Sure, you can look at the Thunder. Memphis has to be on that list. Houston tonight, big price and a high total on the road against the hot Grizzlies team. Eddie, you have to go back and look, what, one year when Memphis used to be one of the slowest teams out there, and now they're number three in far in, in terms of pace. You look at, you know, you look at this Memphis team, at home, they've gone 14-7-1 and one over under, so 67% to the under. As you said, the last couple weeks been red hot. I have them at 5-1 and one straight up and 5-1 and one against the spread. Five of those have gone over with one push. Right now, I, I would, you know, I think Memphis and over is a correlated parley if you're looking at the game. Sure, and it, it's definite for me at least. When we look at this Grizzlies team and the run of overs that they're on right now, you talk about 14 and 7 to the over at home. Well, Houston's a team that's very happy playing at that pace. No Russell Westbrook tonight. The markets don't care. Eric Gordon going to be filling in for Westbrook at the point to open the game. Gordon props might be worth a look tonight. One would expect a fast pace and ample minutes uh, for uh, the Rockets' third guard. Kyrie Irving made his made his debut, 21 points in 20 minutes. You know, now he's going to be playing against Utah. How much does that change the dynamic of the Brooklyn Nets? Utah, Jazz, a three-and-a-half-point favorite, a total of 222. Well, I'll say this. Kyrie had the right opponent <laughs> to come, uh, come off his layoff against. It's Atlanta, who's as bad defensively as any team this side of Golden State. And, oh, they were without Trey Young. So uh, uh, they didn't have their point guard. So it was easy minutes for Kyrie, an easy game for him, an easy game for the Nets. This won't be. I look at the Nets right now. Anytime your point guard is out for an extended period and he comes back on the floor, there's going to be an adjustment process. All the shots, all the distributions got to go back through the point guard. It's not seamless. We saw that earlier this year when Kyle Lowry got back in the lineup for Toronto. I've got my concerns about the Nets. And, of course, after you know, short-term, uh, tonight, <laughs> is that short-term enough? Uh, I've got my worries about the Nets. And this Jazz, I mean, this is a one-way team, Utah, right now. We talked about some of their early season struggles when the chemistry wasn't there. Mike Conley got hurt. Their point guard got hurt. And all of a sudden, they're playing great. You know, Inglis has taken over at the point. We've seen uh, Moutier play well. Uh, and it's a Jazz team. What are they, 14-1 to their last 15 I will not step in front of Utah. And you want to talk about defensive class. 
after you face Atlanta, facing Utah, your next game is like uh, the, some one of the worst defenses to one of the best. Uh, I think Kyrie Irving has a rough night tonight. It'd be Utah or pass for this better. Taking out a little bit revenge, I could think that's what we can say when we look at the Dallas Mavericks facing the Golden State Warriors. Uh, let's see, 142-94 to 94 and 141-121 to 121 the scores. So if Dallas scores 140, where does that leave us? The Mavs are an eight-point favorite, a total of 222. Yeah, I saw some stat this morning talking about how like a team hadn't scored 140 against the same opponent since the 80s, three times in a season. Uh, and Dallas already gotten there twice. Uh, and of course, the 80s, you know, there's a lot of no defense game. I think it was the Nuggets that would deal with, you know, they were playing, you know, buck 50 every night back in the day with Adrian Dantley and company. Um, but you certainly don't see that happen a whole lot with the buck 40 plus. All that said, why wouldn't Dallas approach that number again tonight against a Warrior team that, I mean, look, Golden's, they are what they are. Everyone knows it. The, the Draymond Green factor isn't there uh, in terms of the intensity. Uh, the quotes from Kerr, everything's about next year. Everything's about getting guys minutes. Uh, the intensity for Golden State isn't there. The defense isn't there. Everything to me points in this game towards Dallas doing it again with one exception. Look at the Mavs off a win. This team's great off a loss. Dallas off a win, ask them to cover numbers. I got them one and seven against the spread their last eight tries. Uh, they've been struggling to maintain their intensity in games uh, following a victory. Much hungrier coming off a loss. So lean Dallas. I have not got to the betting window with them. Let's talk some college hoops for tonight, Ralph. And we'll start. I want to start on the West Coast with a team that's been unbelievably good. And unbelievably good on the road. National love, not so much. Well, they're on TV tonight. You'll get a chance to see them if you haven't done so already. That would be the San Diego State Aztecs. They've been bet up. Open six and a half. Now we're talking seven and a half on the road at Fresno State. And, of course, it is a San Diego State total sitting at 127. Brian Dutcher's squad looking a lot like Steve Fisher's squads used to look like. San Diego State's really freaking good. San Diego State's offense is much better under Dusher than they had been under Fisher. Two undefeated teams left out of the 353 in college basketball. San Diego State at 17-0, Auburn at 15-0. Now, I look at this game, and I actually lean with the dog. Yes, San Diego State's been impressive. San Diego State has covered five straight. But these two teams just played each other on January 1st. You have a 13-day turnaround. You know, what does San Diego State have to look forward to in this game? You know, your tempo is slow. You're now laying this number on the road. You already beat this team by nine, and you held them to 52 points on the on the New Year's Day opener for, for your team. And, you know, they have Nevada on deck, which is a game they may look to from last year's revenge. I think Fresno State can keep it close. They've been a disappointment. They were supposed to have some people join them, which didn't make, which weren't able to transfer. They didn't make the transfer cut. So they went through a stretch there of transition. I think they're making that positive transition back. San Diego State wins the game. I'll back Fresno with the points. Uh, Ralph says Fresno might be a live dog here. I don't know if the Aztecs are going to suffer their first loss tonight. He does expect them to be tested. That, of course, 11 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock here on the left coast on ESPN2. 
right before that game on the deuce tonight is Wisconsin and Maryland. And this is a Badgers team, Ralph, that their A game has been tremendous. They're going on the road and beating quality foes. And yet we've seen many more hiccups than we're used to expecting or seeing uh, from the Badgers team at 10 and 6 right now. They're only two and a half point favorites at home against Maryland. Total 125 and a half. Here's what I like the Badgers about the, in this game. They were four and four, and they had lost to Richmond, New Mexico, and NC State back in the end of November and December. Then you start and you go through your season. You you beat Tennessee, you beat Ohio State, and then you have a horrible home loss to Illinois. So now they're playing their first home game since that home loss, and they don't lose many games in the Cole Center. I am really looking to fade Maryland on the road. Three true road games. Score 69 and lose by 10 to Penn State. Score 48 and lose to by four to Seton Hall. Lose by 18 to Iowa. They don't have the offense on the road. And one more note, when you're watching Wisconsin, Micah Potter, the Ohio State transfer, just became eligible a few games ago. He hadn't played 20 minutes or more until the Penn State game. I think he played 28 minutes. He had 22 points. He adds a different dynamic dimension to the Wisconsin Badgers going to making a much better team moving forward. That's an excellent point. And of course, so many of those mid-season eligibility issues are players, they get lost in the shuffle and you don't really say, oh yeah, some guy's coming back and you don't pay attention. Here's a guy who's come for Wisconsin and just hung 22 in their last game has potential to make them much better moving forward. Let's talk Kansas and Oklahoma, another TV game for tonight. The Jayhawks laying six and a half on the road, total of 138 against an Oklahoma team. I mean, I haven't been impressed with the Big 12 as a conference so far this season. Have you, Ralph? I'm I'm trying to figure out who the bet on teams in the Big 12 actually are. The funny thing is, Teddy, we're looking at such good defensive teams. Are the defensive numbers inflated because the offenses are so bad? And that's what times that's what sometimes you get when you look at a conference. Listen, I, I still think Kansas is a top five team. And normally off a home loss to Baylor like they did on Saturday, I would be backing them here. But their best player by far, Devin Dotson, got hurt. He has a hip pointer. He's going to play, but we don't know how effective he's going to be. And if I'm without my best player and my true superstar, there's no way I can back, the, back you at, at the window. That's fair enough. But we have Duke minus 11, 133 and a half at Clemson, Florida minus 11 and a half, 137 and a half at Ole Miss or versus Ole Miss of the two double digit chalks. Which one stands out to you? I like Duke. I think Clemson is going to be a little high off a North Carolina win. Florida at home, one in 14, their last 15 games. Florida overall, nine straight overs of some TNA to finish the segment. That's good TNA. When we come back, we're going to take a deep dive, the college football future market for 2021. Who's undervalued? Who's overvalued? What stands out? Wager Talk continues. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You can find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Sports Grid Network on YouTube. Give us a follow on Instagram as well, please, at Sports Grid TV. And again, this show has only been around for a couple of months, you know, since the start of football season. We're looking to build something big. We really appreciate your helps, all the likes, all the follows, all the retweets we can get. We thank you for it. All that being said, let's take a deep dive. Nobody's seen these numbers yet. They're hot off the presses. And this, of course, the future book, college football futures for the 2021 national title. And no, I'm not suggesting that the move is make a bunch of bets right now. No, but the concept is where do the markets look at these teams heading into the offseason? And maybe just as importantly, are there any long shots out there that are currently priced 100 to 1, 200 to 1, 500 to 1, 1,000 to 1, 10,000 to 1? 
that might be live in some way, shape, or form. We'll see if we can identify one or two of those type of teams. But first, we got to look at the favorites. And the favorites are, how do we say it? The usual suspects. Only five teams at less. Actually, there's really only six teams at less than 30 to 1 to win the national title next year in college football. Those six teams, one of them is going to surprise you. Clemson's at 9 to 4, plus 225. Ohio State's at plus 300, 3 to 1. Alabama with surprising third choice at 6 to 1, although they'll be raking a new QB next season. Georgia is at 8 to 1. LSU's at 8 to 1. And the Florida Gators are at 14 to 1. Those are the only teams, Ralph, priced at less than 30 to 1. The betting markets say those are the only six live teams to win the title next year. Agree or disagree? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I'd put anyone else in the mix. You know, Oklahoma's been there and done that, but I think they're down a notch. You know, I, I like Oregon. You know, I like Penn State. Um, you know, I, I would say, I you know, let, let's put it this way, Teddy. Let me simplify it. If you <laughs> gave me six teams to put in there, those would clearly be the six teams. Yeah, I, I'm, that's that's the point exactly. That these are the six teams that are. What would Florida? I mean, did you have Florida ranked that highly going into the off season that they would be mentioned in the same breath with LSU, Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson? Because that one stood out to me a little bit as being wow. They've got a lot of respect for Dan Mullen and company. Well, you know they have a they have a good deal coming back. So, uh, you know, I just started looking at some early numbers on returning starters, and you know it'll be a month till I till I get that done. But you know, when I look at Florida, and you look at them, they were plus 126 yards per game. They were plus 90 yards per game in conference play. They only got outgained by 57 yards at LSU. And the other loss was against Georgia by one score. So, you know, you are a team at LSU. Let's go back and think about this. They had a 28 to 22 first down edge against LSU. Yeah, that game was tied at the half, if, if uh, memory serves correctly, before LSU uh, put it together in the second half. So Florida getting respect. And look, nobody's done any returning starter work yet. Okay, you're lucky if you've looked at the schedule for next year, <laughs> you know, and the odds makers did, you know, the Westgate Superbook did before they put these numbers up. But all of this is just first gut, first reaction, who's going to be better, who's going to be worse. It's not about, all right, let's back up the dump truck and make 46 wagers today. It's about let's get a sense of who the markets are respecting heading into the offseason and maybe a team or two where the markets aren't respecting that might be pretty good. So you talked about Oklahoma as not being uh, capable of competing with the big boys. Oregon uh, hasn't shown that they could, although they stood toe-to-toe with uh, Auburn early. Uh, but the Ducks, too, will be replacing uh, their quarterback. Notre Dame at 30-1. to Penn State at 30-1. to Texas A&M at 30-1. to Auburn at 30-1. to Out of that grouping, anyone stand out to you, Ralph? Eddie, I'm going to throw one more team into the mix, and that's Texas, which is the next one at 40 to 1, because I would play Texas over all of those teams. 
You look at teams that have so much preseason hype a year early. That was Washington a few years back. Washington only returned 10 starters, yet everyone was so high on them. What happened? The next year they played all those young kids. They came back and and they and they went to the playoffs. Texas, everyone was on Texas this year, and I had no idea why. Texas returned eight starters last year. I did look at a couple teams in the Big 12. Texas is expected to return 15 starters with Ellinger with another year where their defense is much improved. So, you know, I look at them. I look at Oklahoma State. They're another team with probably 18 returning starters in the Big 12. You have a quarterback who can be all-conference. You have probably going to be the best running back in the country next year in Cubba Hubbard. Your wide receivers are there. Your defense isn't quite there. But, you know, I look at Oklahoma State and Texas as actually the next two teams out of any group we talk about where they may actually get some early money from me. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I love the upside of both those teams, and I'm with you 100%. And, of course, the Big 12 – Easier than many conferences to run the table, which means they're more likely to get someone into uh, the playoffs, which means they're more likely to have someone win the national title. Mike Gundy, uh, the mullet winner the national title. Can you imagine? We'll get to Oklahoma State's number in just a minute because they're in the next grouping. And these are the hundred to ones. There's a whole bunch of them. Utah, Minnesota, Iowa State, the Washington Huskies. USC's a very talented team at 100 to 1. Tennessee's a very talented team at 100 to 1. Oklahoma State and Arizona State all in that 100 to 1 range to win the title next year in college football. I like the Cowboys. I like uh, the Longhorns. But out of that grouping, it's USC and Tennessee that stand out to me as the value laden squads. To me, it's not even Tennessee. And the difference being, we're not looking at the most talented squad. We're looking at how talented you are compared to the schedule you have to play. You know, the issues with USC is you open up against Alabama next year, and then you have Notre Dame and New Mexico as non-conferences. You go to Oregon, you go to Stanford, you go to an improved UCLA, and you go to an improved Utah as well. So I like USC. I love what they're doing. I love the offense. You know, you have USC recruits top 10 as well as anyone. They're the most disappointing team as far as having talent on the field. If you look at their recruiting classes, they compare to Ohio State, Clemson, and Alabama. Probably they're below those, but they're in the top 10. You look at their performance on the field, completely disappointed. You know, Iowa State's another team in that 100-1 to one that, you know, with Brock Purdy and, and a coach that I like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna group couple teams together, it's okay to group couple in the same conference and take a small chunk of a long shot on all of those in the conference. Therefore, whoever wins that conference, you have something coming out of it. So when you have 130 teams that are gonna line, and one of them is plus 225, and one of them is plus 300, Clemson and Ohio State at the top, and then you have a six to one and a pair of eight to ones and a 14 to one. What that means, what that necessitates is that most of the teams are going to be big long shots. And I'll give the Superbook all kinds of credit. They didn't post all the long shots together in field. 
they actually listed lines for every single one of the teams. And it's a smart move on their part. You know why? Because you got a alum, alum's going to go in and bet that school. And, it, and exactly. you know, what? you can write off every, you can write off every lo- group of five team. No group of five team with the exception of Notre Dame has any shot at all getting there. So, you know, if you're going to bet any of those teams, then it's just lost money. And that for the bookmakers, you know, the, 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 the Tulsa alumni comes into town. Yeah, let's get a ticket on Tulsa 10,000 to one to win the college football title. And uh, someone comes from Louisiana Monroe and say, let's get a Warhawks ticket 10,000 to one and a Georgia State ticket at 10,000 to one and a North Texas Mean Green ticket at 10,000 to one and on and on down the line. I'm with you. Those bets are hopeless. It literally is throwing your money away. But what you're paying for, if you want UNLV to win the national title at 10,000 to one, you're paying for that little ticket that you get to show your friends and go, look what I got. And then you rip it up or maybe you frame it. <laughs> but the bottom line is, no, the, the, none of those teams have any realistic chance of even getting to the game. And the fact that the book put up the numbers tells us they're not worried about Kansas. Uh, maybe Kansas Jayhawk money they might be worried about, but they're not worried about Buffalo Bulls money or Louisiana Tech Bulldogs money or Coastal Carolina Chanticleers money and the like. Yeah, you know, Teddy, I just took a quick look at at those 300s and 500s. You know, uh, Florida State is, is a team at 300 to 1 that is going to have a talented recruiting class. You know, if they get a quarterback that works out, but then I look at their schedule, you know, you're you're coasting Florida, you're going to play at a very improved West Virginia, and you have to go to Boise. So, you know, you think you have a team that you might like, then you look at their non-conference schedule, and it's like, holy crap, that's that's a legit non-conference schedule, which then puts you back a couple notches. That being said, if Florida State wins those games, they're in position very much to go and earn uh, a bid into the Final Four. And, of course, I think they'll remember what happened in the second half against Boise uh, <laughs> on opening day this past season. Florida State, I mean, to me, again, if you're looking for long shots, that's the type of long shot that makes sense because the talent level's there. And if the talent level's not there, then, you know, your Temple Owls have no chance. You know what I mean? They might be good, but their best players are never going to be able to compete with the Alabamas and LSUs and Clemsons and Ohio States of the world. Florida State will have players that can compete with those guys. 300 to 1. There's worse bets out there. Indiana, Virginia Tech at 300 to 1. Nebraska at 300 to 1. Is this year that Scott Frost team comes alive? Central Florida, 300 to 1. TCU, the Miami Hurricanes, and Florida State all at 300 to 1. At 500 to 1, we have Boise, Virginia, Louisville. That's an interesting call. Cincinnati's a 500 to 1 squad. Purdue, North Carolina. What about the Tar Heels? I got a little upside on North Carolina for next year. Cal's for 501. Ole Miss is 501. Baylor, Washington State with their new head coach, Nick Rolovich. Michigan State, Kansas State, Missouri, Kentucky. I can go on. There's a lot of 300 and 501 shots out there. Anyone stand out to you, Ralph? Well, you look, you said North Carolina. You look at the excitement Mac Brown had. And, you know, Sam Howell was a true freshman quarterback. He's probably going to be one of the Heisman 
front runners for next year. Yeah, you have, you know, you have Clemson's where Clemson is because Trevor Lawrence has to come back. Justin Fields is going to be back. Then you have, you know, Jamie Newman. He's the Wake Forest transfer. He's going to take someone from that 500 range and perhaps get him into the 200 range. So you have to, we've seen what these transfer quarterbacks have done. You have to pay attention to a team that can get an elite transfer quarterback and where they go to. Worth noting that North Carolina gave Clemson their toughest regular season test this past campaign. Great discussion, Ralph. We'll keep it up when Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to the home stretch of Wager Talk on a Tuesday. And during the break, I had to talk Ralph out of putting his entire bankroll on the UMass Minutemen at 50,000 to 1 to win the national title in football next year. You're welcome, Ralph. All right, I'm just kidding. Yeah, again, it's uh, there's there's just some bets you, you can't make. And really, 
you know, when the season starts, Teddy, you and I know, you know, when it gets to tournament time and when it gets to the to the finals in football, there are probably only six, seven, eight teams that have a legitimate shot to win. The other reason you're you're betting those long shots is to hedge off some of it when they get into the position to make you some money hedging. So speaking of bets you can't make, we've been doing a little bit, we call it betting 101 or betting 102. Some of the definitions that people, and there's so many newbies out there, and not even new experienced guys who just don't necessarily know all the terminology that you get when you hang out in Vegas and sports books for 20 years, like Ralph and I have done. So let's talk about when a game is, quote, off the board. That means you can't bet on it. No action. And a game can be off the board because of injury information. A game can be off the board uh, for a number of different reasons. Can you think of uh, why games are off the board besides injuries, even though they're out there, Ralph? Well, you know, there's the rare instance, you know, I, I can think back, well, you know, when when we get to week 17 of the NFL season, yep. if a team wins early, the other team knows they have something to play for or not, they may take that game off the board. We saw Weissman's injury, Memphis in the opener, not his injury, his eligibility. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Because they took it off the board. So when there's one player or one situation that can affect the line by more than a few points, sometimes they just take it off or circle the game to limit the number of bets. Yeah, circle games are are games where the limits are lower than normal limits. You'll see that with smaller schools, with smaller conference schools and college hoops. And you'll do that in games where there are injury question marks. You'll see that with overnight lines as well. They're circled, so you can't bet max wagers on those type of bets. Thanks so much for hanging out with Ralph and I today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and John Guastamacchia coming up right now here on the Sports Grid TV Network.